Welcome. This is the Real Estate Investing Mastery Podcast. Hey, what's up, everybody? What's going on? Joe and Gavin are here in the house. Gavin, how are you? I'm good, Joe. How are you? Good morning. Good morning, everyone. I'm excited. I'm ready. I'm ready to I'm go. excited, too. I'm running a little late because I just dropped my daughter off for her first day of high school. Man, it was... Uh, I think I was more nervous than she was. But um, I, uh, we're pumped to be here, guys. Welcome. This is day one of the New Market Challenge. And uh, Victor... Gavin, Gavin and I are going to be today, we're going to be talking about uh, how we pick our markets. And we're going to be teaching you, showing you what we do, what we did to pick a market for housing and a market for vacant land. And so our whole goal of this entire challenge is to just teach you everything that we're doing. So you can take what we do and carbon copy it for your own business. Cool. And it's going to be a lot of uh, fun activity, really cool things going on here. Now, a couple uh, housekeeping things here real quick. Some of you guys are watching us right now in the Facebook group. And if you are, uh, please, there's a, in the description of this video, there's a link from StreamYard that lets us see your name. If we don't do that, all we see here is something like this. It just says Facebook user, hey guys. So let me see if I can even find it here and I'll show you what I'm talking about. Overview, community home. Hold on here, I'm opening it up. Uh, yes, okay, here it is. I'm gonna share my screen real quick. There's a button again in the description. Window, do, do. All right, so. See this link right here, StreamYard.com slash Facebook. StreamYard.com slash Facebook. If you're watching this in Facebook, you'll see that there. When you click that, we will see your name when you comment. So click that link. And when you do that, it's just going to take you to a page that looks like this. It says, let StreamYard see your Facebook Live comments. That way we can see your name. Cool? Yeah. But if you are here, again, welcome. And we want to... Um, we want to say hi to y'all. So there's a lot of you guys that are here. Hey guys, looking forward to this. Hello from New Jersey. But here we got Patricia or Pat Patrice. Yes, we do see you, Patrice. How are you? Tom Kroll in the house. What's up, Tom? Pam. Janice Harrison, how are you? Um, hello again. Yes, Nathan, it is working now. And uh, Nate from Maine. What's going on? Dana, I'm just curious too. Dana is on. Um, and her camera's off. Dana, can you show these comments? Like, yeah, I she can control can. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Dana, go ahead. Can you show one of the comments? Show Nathan's comments. Nathan commented right there, excited to be here. Dana, if you can hear me, go ahead and show that. I just want to make sure it works. Because I want... Uh, huh. I'm going to add Dana to the stream. Hey, Dana, are you there? Yes. Hey, so can you add comments and show the comments while you're not on the thing? Um, 
No, I used to be able to. That's what I thought. Yeah. I'm going to log in. I see that. Okay. She'll come in here. But yeah, we got a lot of people here. Latasha. Good morning, everyone. Catherine. What's going on? Janice. Johnny. Patrice again. Uh, a lot of you guys are here. Um, listen, again, if you don't click on that link in the description, we can't tell you, we can't know who your name is. Okay, cool. So this is going to be an amazing, awesome challenge. I'm so excited about you guys being here. And uh, we've got a lot of things to talk about. We're going to jump right in. Everything, by the way, is in the Facebook group. And the Facebook group, again, a lot of you there right now, is um, New Market Challenge, August 2022. Okay, some of you are watching us on the first day here on YouTube or on one of our other Facebook things. I even, Gavin, got it streaming right now into LinkedIn for the first time. This is brand nice. new. Um, like Alan is in the house from YouTube. What's up, Alan? Okay, so, uh, but we can still see your comments and interactions here in the comments. When you comment in Facebook or in YouTube, we can see you guys here. So welcome. But if you want the stuff that we're going to be talking about, it's all going to be inside of the main Facebook group. And that Facebook group is called New Market Challenge. If you want to get there, um, go to newmarketchallenge.com, newmarketchallenge.com to join the Facebook group and to get inside and have all of the activities and all the things that we're giving away in there. Okay. One more thing I want to talk about here, and then we're going to jump in. Um, talk about how Gavin picked his market and kind of what our marketing game plan is going to be. And, um, and then I'm going to show you how I picked my market and what I did to pick it. Um, but if you're interested in getting access to the recordings, extra coaching calls, all of our documents and contracts and stuff, we want to ask you to consider becoming a New Market Challenge VIP. If you go to newmarketvip.com, and that link should be in the description newmarketvip.com. You're going to get extra 30-minute Q&A coaching calls after our lives. So we're live here. If you're a VIP, you're going to have um, emailed to you a Zoom link to join us on a Q&A coaching call. We're also going to be do, doing, after this first week, we're going to be doing two coaching calls a week for three weeks. On Gavin will be doing Mondays or Tuesdays. And I'll be doing Thursdays. And we're going to be answering all your questions. If you can't make it to one of those calls, you can submit the questions in advance. And we will um, answer your questions there, all right? You get lifetime access to all the recordings. You get our contracts and marketing documents package, all of our scripts and checklists and contracts and marketing pieces and letters and stuff that we use are going to be in there that you'll get. You get our multiple offer calculator pro version. You get some get started quick tutorial videos. You get a free strategy session with one of our coaches. And um, yeah, we're also, if you become a VIP and we don't get a deal under contract in 30 days, then uh, we'll refund your money. Cool. So if you want more information on that, go to newmarketvip.com, newmarketvip.com. Nathan, how was Pirate's Cove? It was awesome and epic. <laughs> Good morning, everyone from Vegas. And Lenny, I was right near, I was in Boulder City at Pirate's Cove that Nathan's asking about. What's up, Sean? Glad you guys are here. Awesome. Meredith, how are you? Terry. So Dana, can you show the comments yet? You're muted there. No, it gave me a message that I have to be a host. Hmm. But now that I'm on here, I still. Can't. Well, when Gavin's talking, maybe I'll try to make you a host or something like that. Okay. Right. 
Yeah, we'll I think good. Joe, she needs to log in, like log in, like we log in. I think That's she's okay. good. Oh. Um, l- let me try that again. Oh, okay, all right. All right. So cool, Gavin. Yes. Will you talk about um, how did you pick your market? What are you going to do? Yeah. So for me, guys, I was going back and forth a little bit on how I wanted to run this uh, this challenge, and I decided that I wanted to demonstrate through obviously networking um, that I was wanting to be kind of hands off, meaning that I wanted to work on the business, not in the business. I talked to that on previous videos. Um, so what I did was. I started to actually look for the people. Who could I partner with on this uh, on this challenge or going into a new market? How could I find a partner and then look at what markets they're in and then analyze from that? So that's kind of what I did. I started to look at, okay, who might have the time? Who, who's going to be able to – who can I – uh, not trust, but kind of trust. Like who, when, when you're picking a partner, you want everyone to be all in. Because in in our space, there's a lot of talk in the industry and not a lot of action. What I mean that by that is that you can talk a good game, but will you act on it? Um, and they're the big things that I look at. If I'm going to partner, it is one of the main models that I have. I have multiple partners in the United States I do deals with, but I select people because I know that if I do my part and they do theirs, we can obviously do great things together. So I started to think about this, and uh, and then I came up with a guy called Chris Arnold. Now, Chris in our group. He's very good on the phone. So I approached him and said, hey, uh, looking at going into this new market, um, are you interested kind of in talking further? And he was like, yeah, absolutely. So we did a call and kind of went over the game plan, what I was thinking. Uh, And he's actually, we're both going to be virtual in this market. So he's in California. Obviously, I'm in Savannah, Georgia right now. And we started to look at Louisiana. Okay, so he's in Louisiana uh, in a few different spots. So I started to then analyze the data to see what I could come up with. Right. So two things that would happen at this point. He's done deals in Louisiana. So I'm asking him for feedback on what zip codes do you like? Where have you got your buyers buying? Because when I get this information, it makes my job easier because now on the dispo side, we can do things much faster. So as I gather this information from him, I then take that information and then look at my own numbers to see if I can get enough data and I'm seeing enough activity in that in that location. So that's kind of how we went about. So he gave me options of New Orleans or Baton Rouge. So I went on then to worldpopulationreview.com. Okay. Now, I don't know, Joe, if you want to pull this up or I can just talk about it, but worldpopulationreview.com is literally uh, it's a population map of the area. So when we talk a lot about You'll hear me and Joe say, you know, go around surrounding areas or surrounding counties. That's what this map does. So as Joe's on here and he selects Louisiana, as it comes up and scrolls down to the second map, you will see then if you just think about this as in a color code, right? So as Joe's here, you can see the darker area on the on the right hand side is going to be like New Orleans. Okay, so it's heavily populated. Uh, the population will come up on the right hand side, and as then the counties get lighter surrounding that, you will then the population weakens. Okay, which means to me as a quick rule of thumb, the more populated the area, the more competition, the more houses, the more potential problems, the more activity. 
as it starts to lighten, there's going to be less competition there. Okay, so that's just as a quick rule of thumb. So as we looked at this on the left hand side, you're going to see Baton Rouge. Okay, so uh, East Baton Rouge, these actually go in parishes. Uh, they they they're not um, they're parishes. They're not counties in Louisiana, but still the same concept. So we started to look then at East Baton Rouge, West Baton Rouge, and I started to pull then the data. So we settled on East Baton Rouge. I didn't really want to do New Orleans. You can see it's super, you know, the dark spot there and then surrounding counties. Uh, as a rule of thumb, again, I think it's a little more competitive. Uh, competition is great, by the way, you just have to be more consistent and you need to do more marketing in a competitive market. So I asked him, I said, hey, can you send me the zip codes where you're doing business right now or have done business or have buyers buying? And he did. He probably sent me 20 zip codes. Then what I did is then I jumped over to two things. We did list source, but also then I went to FreedomSoft. So if Joe, if you've got FreedomSoft open, I'll show you what we did then to, to, to match this up. So as Joe goes into in here, he goes to Zip Finder. Um, I did then Louisiana. I did County uh, East Baton Rouge, and I did 180 days. So this is Zip Finder. What does this do, Gavin? So yeah, so this is the activity within each zip code within that county. So as as I got from Chris the 20 zip codes. Before he said anything, uh, I said, right, let's pull the, the the zip finder up and let's go on and see where the activity is. Now, this is then where there's where people are basically buyers are buying, right? And then we took the, the top seven. So as the bigger the circle, you can see the more activity here. And they put them in a, in a uh, in order. So we literally took the first seven of these, and this is then what we did for how we were going to target because I knew the activity was here. These seven were also on his list. I then go, okay, I think these seven, he said, yeah, great. I agree. We, we have buyers there. We're happy. Is there anything we would change? No. So we collaborate. Okay. Once we're happy with that, that's then when then I start to look further at the data uh, and actually start pulling lists for the marketing pieces. Somebody's asking right now, what website is this? This is FreedomSoft. If you go to uh, freedomsoftjoe.com, that is my affiliate link to get it. So check that out. Yep. Um, so basically, this is then when, when now I have enough data. And I'm going to be going more into the marketing in tomorrow's session here. Uh, but as I dove into the numbers, I'm still not 100% done on picking this market. I've narrowed it down. I've seen the activity. But the next step then, guys, that I would do is I would um, then go and look at how many sellers could I get from lists. So if I pulled an absentee list, is it going to give me enough data for what I need to do? Um, and I pulled it looking at the data from 20 zip codes. I pulled the data from the whole county, and I looked then within my seven zip codes to make sure that I could get enough data to select this market. Which now, what, I did. what service did you use to pull the data? So to pull the data, I used ListSource to pull the data. Okay, So I did three different pulls. I didn't pull three different checks, I would say, um, when it came down to this. So I pulled again, Joe, I looked at the county, I looked at the 20 zips, and then I went by seven zips. And the reason that I went, you're probably thinking, well, why did you land at seven? Is because I needed about 3,000 records, okay, for me to be able to do what I need to do in my marketing pieces. 
um, to for the first month. Okay, that's what I felt that I needed data wise. So um, the for, first pull, I would want to say it was about eleven thousand, or the first research that I got, I had eleven thousand absentee owners with my criteria um, in the parish of Baton, East Baton Rouge, okay, which was too many for me right now. Now, if that was my full-time market, I'm going to be using all of that. So then I said, well, I don't want to pull all of that because I don't need it right now uh, because, again, I want to keep this affordable and I want to show you exactly what I'm going to be doing in these in the marketing. Now, Obviously, it's cheap to, to, to get this data if you're using FreedomSoft or PropStream or Batch. You can actually pull records for free, but then you've got to, what are you going to do with that data? You've still got to skip trace it, right? You've still got to cold call it. You've still got to direct mail or whatever you're choosing to do, and that's where the cost can build up. So I wanted about 3,000 records. To get that, um, it was the first seven zip codes in order of activity, and that's how then I came selecting them seven to be able to start this challenge. That's how yeah. I that's how I got that. Yeah, we're gonna. This is so important to understand. Um, you want to follow the demand, and I'll be talking about this when we talk about land. But uh, just to go kind of rewind even some more, Gavin, you were interested in louisiana for a couple reasons i'm assuming but one of them the biggest reason kind of is is like it's a good cash flowing rental market right Absolutely. there is a lot of people that are investors that are looking for rental property that cash flow and of the states louisiana is up there mm. of good cash flowing rental markets somebody from california can buy a fifty, seventy-five thousand, a hundred thousand dollar house in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, that cash flows that they can't buy in California, and there are investors there already doing deals. And Gavin knew somebody that's kind of doing deals, but also virtually in that area, and so contacted him and said, "Hey, listen, what do you think about Baton Rouge? What's great? Let's do it." Um, and so we're, then we look at, okay, in Baton Rouge, I'm sorry, in Louisiana, what are some good areas in there? And again, that website, somebody was just asking about this, was worldpopulationreview.com, worldpopulationreview.com. And uh, somebody's asking a comment here about 3,000 records. We'll get into that in a second. But uh, from here, you're looking at, again, you want to make sure you're kind of staying away from the really big markets that are super competitive and baton rouge is kind of out there and so it's but still really really good cash flow type of a market yeah um, and, and and on that joke if you just bring us back side by side you can share yeah, it yeah. So i yeah, just want to explain yeah. there you go because the other thing is guys when you look at population as well what you have to dig into is then looking at well what area is it i'll give you an example i just did a setup uh, with someone a few weeks ago, and they were looking at uh, Pennsylvania, which was Philly, Philly County, uh, where the county that's in, I think it's Philadelphia County, okay, heavily populated. And then you were looking at, let's say, a Michigan, Detroit. Now, when you look at them two markets, even though Philadelphia is heavily populated, it's, it's heavily pop populated with people in the city, which means apartments, which means, um, you know, condos, things like that. When you actually look at an absentee owner presence in that market, you take that half a million or a million people, the absentee population with my criteria, there was like 3,000. 
for the whole county. I took that same criteria into like a Detroit, Michigan and got 40,000 absentee owners. Okay, so why is that? And it's because, as Joe just said, it's the rental market. And that's what we want. If we're going to go on a virtual level, okay, in my opinion, you want to go and give yourself the most opportunity possible. And if you go into a, a medium price range market, you're going to be able to do multiple exit strategies. As you then grow and learn, there's going to be more opportunity. Now, obviously, if you're in a California market, you're not going to do buy and holds really in California, unless you've got some beach house and you're going to do Airbnb for 10,000 a week or whatever, right? Which is, okay, that's fine. But for the most part, you're not going to park money in that market when you can take that same million you're going to spend in in a California and you can go and own 15 houses paying you a thousand a month you're going to make obviously a lot more money putting your money to work so that's where you start to pull these out-of-state buyers as well um, that, that, that are looking to make sure that the numbers look great for them out-of-state buyers will will pay you more money yeah. because the numbers look good your local people we've had it in Birmingham, Alabama, where they all the locals will turn down deals, and they had someone in Phoenix pay third, give me a thirteen thousand dollar assignment fee yeah. because the numbers weren't good enough for the locals, but they were still great for somebody kind of towards the West Coast. Yep, excellent. Um, people are asking for the VIP link as well. We'll try and we'll put that in, Dana, if you can. In yeah, the Dana, chat. can you show it? I think Dana can show. If you go to banners, Dana. I'll just show it right now, newmarketvip.com. And it's in the description of the video, whether you're watching this on Facebook or YouTube, and um, it's going to be there. All right, so if you're just joining in, we are talking about the markets that we're going into. We've actually had more than 100 people join since we started in, which is awesome. But Gavin and I are going virtual into a new markets, two new markets, one for houses, one for vacant land. And our goal for this week, every morning, we're going to come in here live at you and um, show you exactly what we're doing and how we're doing it. And we're going to get a, a deal under contract. If you want to become a VIP to get some extra Q&A coaching calls after these lives, to get two coaching calls a week, the following three weeks to get access to all of the recordings, lifetime access to get the contracts and the document package to get our multiple offer calculator pro version, to get the tutorial videos, a quick start, to get a free strategy sessions with our coach, just go to newmarketvip.com to get lifetime access to all these recordings and, and the details of everything that we're doing. So I wanna, I wanna go back to the land here. And uh, I mean, sorry, the this website, uh, let me remove that banner. And Dana is uh, starring the comments. So yeah, good, she's doing it. Um, so when we get to, we want you guys to, to put in your questions like Frank, Franco has a good mm -hmm. question here about what percent offers are you offering? So these kinds of questions, keep them coming in to the Facebooks and YouTubes because when Dana is starring the good ones like Franco's there and um, we will then answer as, as best we can your questions. Um, all right. So. Joe, just real quick on that. And that's why, guys, we are going to get to him. But obviously, we have a lot of people oh, yeah. watching uh, the VIP. That's when we're going to be going into a Zoom room yeah. right after this, answering questions as well. So we're not missing a question. It's just whether we can get to them all. Yeah, we're not going to be able to get to all the questions. That's why we have the VIP to get to them afterwards. All right. So I wanted to show you a couple things. 
And we'll be diving more into this in the following days, but how do you get the list? Um, it's real simple. In FreedomSoft, you can click right here, find sellers, and it'll pull up a way to get, let's just say, let's go to advanced search here. It has the zip codes there, and I'm going to copy that. And you can say absentee owner, vacant, no preference, high equity, yes. And just like that, you click the search button. So these are um, vacant, I mean, sorry, absentee owners, absentee owners that have owned them for over 15 years um, that have a lot of equity. Okay. Absentee owners. Now, not all of them are going to be um, skip traceable, but at least 3,000 of them approximately will be. So in those seven zip codes, we're at 4,948 right here. Okay. That's just from this quick search in FreedomSoft. 4,948. Um, and then from here, we could add them all. If we wanted to in FreedomSoft, we could skip trace them and we could cold call them or do whatever we wanted to. You can also, in list source, if you go into something like create your own and do a quick search by, where'd it go? Here we go, zip code. Yeah. Choose the state, Louisiana. You paste those zip codes there, click add. You go to mortgage. You go to, no, that's not it. You go to, let's go to property real quick. To property type. Let's do single family and one to four units. Oh, it's not letting me do that. All right, anyway, we'll just do single family. Then we go to percent equity. We want unknown. We want 50 to 100% and unknown. 31,932. We go to options. Oh, we could do also property. Let's do last market sale date. We have to do... Nineteen hundred to twenty twelve. You have to do a start date. So these are properties that have been purchased over ten years ago. And we go to options, absentee owners, corporate owned, no preference. And we have about seventeen hundred there. So I might have been. My criteria might be a little too tight. So maybe we could do five years. Oh no no you know what I'm sorry. Let's length of residence is what I wanted to do. Yeah, that's what I did, length of residence. Length of residence. We do I did 10, 10 plus, plus years, years and plus unknown. Is that what you did? Yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Unknown or 10 plus years. Absentee owners, no preference. And if we purchase list, we got about 7,400. And if you remove duplicate owners, you're down to 4,400. Okay. Yeah. So that's the list for houses that Gavin's going to be targeting. Absentee owners, write this down. Absentee owners, they've owned it for over 10 years. They have at least 50% equity. And it's a single family home. That's pretty much it. And I think, Joe, I'm just looking real quick because I just got it. Um, I can tell you exactly what I did. I and think I actually put a uh, – go on, Joe. 
People are asking, why, why are you doing this for vacant lots? No, we're, we're talking about houses right houses. now. Gavin yeah. is doing houses. I'm doing vacant land. So we're just Thank talking you. about houses right now. That's why we went to FreedomSoft. FreedomSoft isn't going to, this is not where we go to get vacant land. This mm -hmm. is just where we go for doing houses. Okay. Um, yeah. So the only other thing that we had in there is that we actually put a current home value on as well, up to 200,000. Uh, so zero to 200,000. And I did, um, and it will make more sense tomorrow because I'm using the list in multiple ways. I did absentee and I did exclude uh, corporates. And I'll explain that in tomorrow's marketing. So you did, did that. under 200 grand? Yeah. Unknown up to, to 200. Yeah. That's good because that's going to, sometimes there'll be million dollar mansions that are purchased by absentee owners from a long time ago. Yeah. Cool. So that's how we got there. That's it. That's that's just that sounds really simple. Yeah, and, and then easy. tomorrow, and I'm excited tomorrow, guys. You've got to be on tomorrow because I have a dip, uh, a marketing thing that I'm trying for the first time as well. So I'm ex I'm excited to see how it goes. I'm not going to say anything about it right now because it's tomorrow's session, but we do have a new piece of marketing that I'm going to be using um, for this challenge as well. Oh, you're not going to even tease it. Well, you oh, are kind of teasing it. But. I am kind of teasing it, but yeah. And I won't say because I'm about to say it if I don't stop. <laughs> <laughs> but it's good. So make sure you join yeah. us tomorrow. Yeah, we go live every morning this week at 10 a.m. Eastern, 9 a.m. Central, 7 a.m. Pacific. All right, so cool. Uh, worldpopulationreview.com. Find, just pick a market. You know, one of the things, Gavin, a lot of people, they overanalyze this stuff, don't they? Oh, yeah. And and they just get stuck in analysis paralysis, which can be really can can almost sometimes suck the life out of you because like you you you're you're studying you're getting excited you want to do some land deals, and then you're like oh man now I got to pick a market and you're excited but then there's so many choices, so many different states, so many different counties in the state and it's easy to get like overwhelmed frozen in analysis paralysis. That's why they call it analysis paralysis, right? So what, what can, I know there's people thinking like, well, what can I do? Um, I want to pick a good market. I don't want to pick a bad market. How do you pick one? I mean, how do I know it's the right one? Yeah. I think the, the big thing is it's easier to identify a market that you shouldn't go in than the one that you should go in, meaning that there's more good markets than bad markets. OK. And if you're just staying away now, if you live in the market and it's your backyard and you want to attempt a higher end market, I'm just talking on a virtual level. You don't want to go in like like for like. So if you lived in New York City, I wouldn't say let's go into Miami, Florida. OK, because you're substituting one difficult or high end market for another high end market. It doesn't make any sense. Um, so keep out of your your Californias for the most part. Right. Your San Fran's, your San Diego's, your L.A.'s. Keep out of Phoenix, Boston. All your major big cities is where that competition or that. Competition is one thing, but your return on, on marketing pieces, you need to 10x everything you're doing to get results. Like my cold callers. Uh, producing X amount of leads in Birmingham, Alabama, are only going to produce a tenth of that in LA. All right. So I've got to put more money into that market to, to get them leads coming in. But if I'm consistent in what I do, my spreads are going to be way bigger as well in an LA market. And it's about, guys, the reason why I want you to just make, take action is because this is not going to win. This market is not going to be the thing that gets you the deal. 
It's going to be you, the consistency of getting the deal, and the action is what's going to get the deal, not the market. We could go and lead gen. I've done deals. I don't know in how many states, from Maui, Hawaii, Florida, Texas. I mean, I could name them for a long time but it's because it's the process once you learn the process and the consistency and a lot of it comes down to mindset right mindset is just to make a decision and move on as quickly as i told you what i was doing today is as quickly as i'm making decisions i'm just checking the data it looks good everything sounds good right we're going that's it i've done now moving on what marketing are we going to do next pieces of the marketing pieces how are we going to do it what are we going to do? And then that's the next part of my plan. And once I've done that, I don't think about marketing now. It's set, it's done, it's ready. Now, okay, when these leads coming in, how are we going to handle it? We're going to get on the phone immediately. We're going to talk to them. We're going to get their offers out. And that's where the process begins for you to get these contracts. Picking the market like a lot of you, is we're on day one and we've got to get we've got to get things moving. I can't be on Friday and I still don't have a market. Does that make sense? I need a market yeah. now and, and I'm moving. And this is so important, guys, because some of you are like also wondering, well, what about the buyers? Do we need to find the buyers first? Well, we kind of have already, right? Because we are going into where the buyers are already buying. When we did that lead finder thing, the zip finder in FreedomSoft, that's pulling up the, the, the zip codes where most of the activity is happening. So it is good to have the buyers, but we know, especially with housing, when you're wholesaling houses, once you get a good deal under contract, it's really, really easy to find a buyer, right? And we know there are buyers out there. And Gavin, I thought maybe I should show how to find, how to use list source to find good zip codes once you know your county. Do you think we can show that? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right. So here I'm back in list source, okay? And if I go right here to investor foreclosure services, absentee owners, this is real quick and fast, okay? You can create an account with, if you don't want to do this in FreedomSoft, you can do this in ListSource with a free account with ListSource, okay? If you go to absentee owners right here and you select your geography, we're going to do county. We're going to do Louisiana. And we're going to do East Baton Rouge Parish. All right, there's 26,714 absentee owners there. We're going to click next. We're going to do a few things. I'm going to select family residences, one to four units. That's townhouse, duplex, triplex, et cetera. Um, we can do like under 200 grand for the last market sale price if it's recorded there. And then we're going to go right down here to last six months, let's say. So in the last six months, and we're going to then click on next. So these are absentee owners who have bought in the last six months. And I'm going to do no preference for corporate owned. And you can see there's 824. I'm going to click pretend like I'm purchasing the list. And then I'm going to do purchase partial list. I'm going to do custom selection and I'm going to choose zip code, which I'm not sure you can see that. But so now what we have here is a list of all of the zip codes and how many transactions there were in each zip code. Now you could export this into a spreadsheet if you click this export right here. Um, or I have a simple tool here. I'm going to do this real quick. I have a spreadsheet that if you're VIP, you get access to newmarketvip.com. Dana, can you put, uh, can you show banners as well? If you go to banners and find newmarketvip.com. Okay, so 
Here is a spreadsheet that I have. Just gonna show this to you real quick. I'm gonna do it in a copy that I have. Okay, so I'm gonna to go to blank tab. Here we go. And I'm going to highlight all of these, copy them, paste them in this spreadsheet. Take that, copy. All right, so there you go. Right here on the right, you can see 70820 has 14% of the transactions, 70816, 70802. And so you can just highlight these top seven zip codes. I think that's yeah. seven right what, there. Yeah, what have you got? 70820, 70816. Can you see that? Yeah, yeah. I've got uh, both of them in mine. Are those is that which we had before? No, yeah, I'm just saying what I what I pulled is I'm okay. just saying to the point is is that from when you're using different things, they're pulling the same data, right? So I'm just saying that I had eight two oh eight one six, eight one oh, eight oh five, eight oh eight, eight oh two. Yeah, so, so it's not gonna be ex exactly right. Eight oh five is right there. But you did also six months. I think I pulled mine yeah. yeah longer. So anyway. Hey Dana, can you make sure that um you do newmarketvip.com, that link. So if you're VIP, you get access to the spreadsheet. So you just do what I showed you how to do here in list source. You get this spreadsheet here of the top zips. You just highlight them all, copy them, paste it into this spreadsheet like I just showed you. And you have this table over here on the right. So you want to kind of target the zip codes that have the top 50% of all the transactions. You don't want to go into a county and spray and pray that hope that your marketing works. We want to target where the buyers are, and that's the whole point mm -hmm. of this. So if we get a deal in 70820, guess what? There's been a lot of activity there. We can probably pretty quickly and easily find a buyer and see what they're buying and call them up, send them a letter or whatever mm -hmm. you want there, okay? Yeah. That's the whole point of this. Um, and before, let me say, go ahead, yeah. Go I was just going to say, before we move on to land here, um, this question, I've just seen it come up twice uh, throughout the chat, um, and that is, well, what if the population is is too low, or what does the population need to be? And, and if it is low and your numbers are low from the graph, you just have to go to more counties, okay? So if we pull, you know, uh, a county, whatever county that we pick, and it only gives us 1,500 you know, uh, records, then we might have to do all the surrounding counties. So you might have to pick two or three or four counties to get enough data uh, for you to be able to market to. So it doesn't mean yeah. that that county is yeah. no good. You've just got to do more counties together. Um, and I'll explain that a little bit more on the marketing pieces tomorrow. Yeah. And we'll talk about that too in vacant land, because when you're doing vacant land, it's, um, <laughs> I just got a phone call from the state of Missouri. That's what it came up in the caller ID. All right. So um, when we're doing vacant land, it's going to be common to have a county that only gives you maybe 500 to 1,000 records. Let me show you one thing here real quick, kind of going back to these top zip codes. Um, 
one of the things that you can do to find out who these buyers are is you pick your top 10 or seven, or when you click on find buyers and you can find the active buyers that are buying homes and you can add them to a list and you can quickly see what it is they're buying, how much they're paying for it and where. So I could choose just this page for an example and I could go in, add it to a lead list. This is something we'll probably show you uh, later on in this challenge. Um, how we find who the buyers actually are. And it's real simple and easy to do that in FreedomSoft. All right, so let's talk about land. Dana, can you remove that banner so I can show this a little better here? Uh, this is Land Watch. Now there's a couple different places I go to um, find vacant land. And I want to, again, target the areas where there's a lot of activity. So I use a few different resources. Um, but land watch is kind of where I start real quick though. Zach's asking a good question and I want to, cause I know this is something that I was thinking that maybe I should talk about. And Zach is just asking it, you know, why would you, um, pull a list? I'm opening this up here from list source when you have freedom software prop stream. Um, they're just, sometimes one is easier than the other. Um, and, and Zach, if you're on tomorrow, I'm going to be talking exactly what I do and why I yeah. use all of them. Yeah. Okay, so I go to Land Watch. We're talking about land now. We're switching gears, talking about land. Uh, why I picked the county that I did. So I'm going to go here to Land Watch. I'm going to click on Search. Now I'm looking at the entire United States. Okay. Now this is important to understand. With vacant land, we are looking for cheap. Write this down: cheap, rural, recreational, vacant land. Cheap, rural, recreational, vacant land. So are we looking for quarter acre, quarter acre infill lots in the suburbs? No. All right. Are we looking for properties in the path of growth in the county next to the main county where eventually in five years they might be building some subdivisions? No. We want cheap, rural, recreational, vacant land out in the sticks. So like if you're in Ohio, where do people in Ohio go camping and hunting? That's where we want to go. If you're in New York City and people want to get out of the city to go camping and hiking and ride their four-wheelers and go hunting and whatever, where do they go? So those are the areas we're wanting to find. We're looking for cheap, not $1.8 million agricultural land, 226 acres. So what do we do? We're going to go here. We're looking for properties under 50 grand. So I'm going to select under $50,000 and I want to do one to 10 acres, because I don't want that quarter lake, quarter acre infill lots. Okay, then I'm going to check off right here. This is now when I click sold right here, these are not all of the sold lots. These are just the properties that were advertised on Landwatch that were marked as sold. So I click sold. So now I have here all of the properties in the US that have been listed on Landwatch for sale or sold under 50 grand, one to 10 acres. And it sorts the states right here. Texas, Arizona, North Carolina, California, Florida, Tennessee, Georgia, and Colorado. All right? Now, if I uncheck available, and I'm just looking at solds. So these are properties that are under contract and sold. Now you have Texas, Florida, California, Arizona, Colorado. Tennessee, New York. Now, isn't that interesting? New York is up there, isn't it? So you may think, well, you, you, um, so a lot of people just think of New York City. 
when they think of New York, but there is a lot of rural recreational vacant land up in New York that you can get for really, really cheap. But I like Colorado. Colorado is a market we've done deals in before. Um, in a county, there's two counties, uh, Castilla and I forget the other one. But I wanted to go into a county that I've not done deals before. So let's look at Colorado here. And one of the cool things about this is it ranks all of the counties by number of properties that have sold. Now, I don't, nobody knows except the nerds, the techie guys who built this site. Nobody knows really like how long ago did these properties sell? Maybe in the last year, two years, six months, 10 years, I don't know. But this is just getting me started. So what I'm looking at here is Castilla County, Park County, Teller County, Alamosa, blah, 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 all the way down. And so Castilla County, I know I've done deals there before, but it's really competitive. A lot of land investors are there doing markets. Now we can do deals in competitive markets, but I just, I don't want to do that because I've done it before. So I picked Park County. Park County is, a, is an area that I've not done vacant land flips in before. All right. But what I want to encourage you to do is take a look at, oops, I just accidentally clicked Park County. Let me remove Park County there. Um, what I want you to do is when you're looking for the counties, find the top 10 or 15 and then go to something like Zillow to see, and then just write this down on paper, which one has had the most solds. So if I go here to Zillow, hopefully this works for me because sometimes Chrome gives me a hard time. I'll refresh, do a hard refresh first. Okay, so I'm going to go here to Castilla County, Colorado. You have to spell it right, but it still will come up. All right, and I'm going to do no price range. I want lots. I want one to 20 acres. And I want solds. in the last 12 months. Okay, so this is where Zillow does not work on Chrome for me for some reason. Because it hasn't refreshed or updated. The map is still wacky. Yeah, I normally use Safari. Yeah, so I'm gonna go to Safari right now. Let me uh, just get that open and I'm gonna share a new screen with you guys, okay? All right, let me go in here. Why Joe's pulling that up, guys? If this is good, uh, give us a like, uh, drop us some hearts if you can. The more people that are watching this, it'll uh, it'll push it out to more people on Facebook and YouTube. So we appreciate that if you can do that. Yes. All right, so this is a furry. All right, Zillow, Castilla County, Colorado. Thank you. Thank you very much. Choose sold. Now it changes to yellows. Nice. Lots land. One. I want one to 20 acres sold in the last 12 months. There's 412 results. All right. Do you see that? And let me just bring over that other thing I was looking at here. Okay, so this is Land Watch. You guys see that? The next county was Park County. So I can go here. I'm going to write down Castilla 412. And then I'm going to go look at Park County. 
What? 1376. Oh, do you see why I picked Park County? Because again, these are just solds that were marked as solds in Landwatch. You can also do this sometimes in Redfin. Sometimes I like Redfin better. Let me show you why. Park County, Colorado. And if you want to see where this is, this is the county I chose, by the way, Park County. Now, it's kind of not as rural as I like it to be, but it's still very rural, rural because it's pretty close to Colorado Springs and Denver. But you got to go over some big mountains to get in there, so it is pretty rural, right? Um, I'm going to do home type. I want land. Cool. I want sold in the last year. And I want for filters, lot size, one to 20 acres. All right, there's 10, uh, 1,019 homes or vacant lots. All right. Now, one of the cool things about this is I'm looking for, when you see a property like this, blue skies, you can tell an investor is selling this thing. Professional photos. And you can, uh, let's go to table here. You can sort by price, low to high. And there's a lot of properties here that are selling for cheap. That's a good sign. That's what I like. These are county records. Doesn't mean that this is actually what was sold. But sometimes you can zoom in and see where the hot spots are. There's a lot of activity here, a lot of activity here, maybe not so much down here. I don't know. But sometimes with Redfin, okay, it's not letting me do it. But in some counties, there's a download button right here. And you can actually download into a spreadsheet all of this stuff here above. Now, it might not let me download because I have too many. There's 100, uh, 1,019. I think if I had under 500, it might let me download them. All right. So, yeah. Also, if you're looking at comps, by the way, this is one of the reasons why I like Redfin. Let's say you have a property that's right in this area. I can draw, and I get 113 comps right here. And I can go in and I can say, all right, because it's really hard to um, find comps. Well, there's no one to three acres. Let's do let's do five to ten acres. All right, so here are all my five to ten acre properties in that little area right there. Look, some of these sold for five grand. All right, so anyway. Um, now, what you do then is you go through all of these counties that you have. You write down on a piece of paper 15 counties that there's a lot of activity going on. So sometimes what I do is I'll actually, I'm going to do, I want to search. Hold on here. Sorry, this isn't. I want to search for available under contract and solds. I just want to see on Landwatch, where is all the activity? And I have the list of all the counties here. And I'm just going to compare on Zillow or Redfin which county in the last 12 months has had the most sales. Let me go back to here's Park County. And you say, Joe, that this is um, the same thing, right? you got to make a decision, though. You can only look at so much data yes. before you have to go, let's just go. 
Right. And, and, and the cool thing too about vacant land sometimes is you, you have to pick, if you're going to be doing this for not as a hobby, but as a business, you need to have 15, 20 counties in your um, pipeline to start marketing to. Because sometimes the way I pull my list, I only get a 500 to 1,000 uh, at a time. And I want to mail at least 500 to 1,000 letters every week to these vacant landowners. So I have to have a dozen counties because I, you know, I only mail them maybe once every nine months or something like that. All right. That is why and how I picked Park County. Now let's look at Park County and kind of see what you see here. Now, Landwatch, Lands of America, they're both owned by the same company. Um, it's just a, one of the most popular places that people go to to sell their properties. But look at this. You can buy five acres there for $6,000. Six acres for six grand. Five for 6100 So these are the kind of properties that buy and sell really, really quickly. So this investor who's selling this property here, easy owned land, Bobby, probably bought this property here for $1,000, $2,000, and is selling it for $8,200. Clint Turner, I've had him on my podcast. He does about forty grand a month doing vacant land right now. And he's selling a uh, 6.42 acre, $8,400. Look at these. I mean, it would be pretty cool to live there, don't you think? Let's look at these pictures. You might think who on earth would want to buy anything out there because there's nothing there. And that's the point, right? There is nothing out there. They can go ride their four wheelers, go hunting. Just and would you say, Joe, as well, on the, uh, on, the, on the dispo side of this, it's not like for us it's cash buyers, it's repetitive buyers. This is more of a, a yes. buyer that just wants this piece of land um you know the average person yeah now you can see it is two hours and five minutes from denver so it, it does you want it about on average your properties to be about two hours away from any big city but the other thing you notice this i'm looking i'm looking for where are the investors already doing having activity in here right like i'm looking and a lot of them are sold with owner financing which is a great cash flow strategy but I like um, competition. So I want to know where are the investors advertising properties. So I know that Clint Turner, where did he go here? Justin Sliva, he has a podcast. He's doing activities. He's doing deals there. Uh, where'd that guy Clint go? I'm looking. Here it is. So if I click on his name, I can see all the areas that he's in. He's got 20 acres in Texas, Arizona. So when I'm looking in a certain county, I want to make sure there's investor activity there. I want to make sure investors are doing deals because that's a good sign. All right. So anyway, um, that's it. So listen, this is what we're going to do on tomorrow's video. In a minute here, guys, if you're VIP, Dana, if you could put that um, VIP link up again. If you're VIP, we're going to break here in a minute, and we're going to go into his private Zoom room, and we're going to be answering all your questions. If you want to get access to our Q&A coaching calls after these calls, um, you'll get access to that Zoom room in there. If you go to newmarketvip.com. If you are a VIP member and you don't know where the Zoom room is, it's been emailed to you, but if you still need it and you can't find the email, 
send an email to support at joemccall.com. Support at joemccall.com. I'm going to type that in the chats. Support at joemccall.com. So if you are a VIP member and you want to get access to the special Zoom call here in just a minute, we will send you the link to get it. But just make sure you send an email, support at joemccall.com. We have a bunch of people there that are looking for your support tickets and questions. All right. Um, newmarketvip.com. Tomorrow, Gavin, we're going to be actually showing people how our marketing, what are we going to do? So we've picked the markets. You're in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I'm in Park County, Colorado. Even though there's a lot of competition there, I'm excited about it because there's yeah. always a deal there. And uh, we're going to show you then our marketing plan. We're going to show you what we're going to be doing to get leads. We're not going to be marketing for buyers first. We're marketing for sellers first. And uh, stay tuned because tomorrow we're going to tell you what actual kind of marketing we're doing. And uh, Gavin's excited about something that's going to be new and different. I'm excited to find out what that is as well. I'm going to be showing you what I do. It's really actually quite easy. You might actually look at what I do and you might say, that's it. You know, that's all yeah. you do. Yeah, but guess what? It gets a lot of leads. Um, cool. And we're going to be documenting this whole process. So this week, we're going to be then showing you um, how we do the marketing, how we talk to sellers, how we make offers, how we send our contracts. And then for the following three weeks, so for, for the next four weeks, we're going to be updating you guys in the Facebook group on everything that we're doing here. So if you're not part of the Facebook group yet, go to newmarketchallenge.com. It's completely free. Newmarketchallenge.com will get you, um, you sign up there, we'll give you a link to get in the Facebook group. And so we'll be updating you on our progress and all of that. For the first week only, you can watch the replays of these daily videos that we're doing inside of that Facebook group. So go to newmarketchallenge.com to get into the Facebook group. Does that make sense? Because starting week two, if you're not in that Facebook group, you won't be getting the updates. And only VIP members get lifetime access to the recordings that we're doing anyway. All right, so we need to jet. It's yes. uh, 10 a.m. right now. We're going to go into our VIP Zoom room, and we'll see you guys there. Thank you, Dana. All right. Thanks, Dan. Thanks, Thanks Joe, Dana. guys. All right. Thanks, everybody. We'll see Thank you guys. You.